Hi, this is Joanne Bignair with the podcast, It's Storytime, Meemaw, and Answered Prayer for stories that point children to God. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Coming to you from an entrenched barricade deep in the heart of Central North Carolina. Masculine Journey After Hours. A time to go deeper and be more transparent on the topic covered on this week's broadcast. So sit back and join us on this adventure. The Masculine Journey After Hours starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey After Hours. And we are talking about a pretty cool topic today, aren't Mm -hmm. we, Andy? Yep. We're talking about my favorite topic. No. Yeah. Yeah, the favor of God. Uh, or the favor of the Father. Um, so about a month ago, I was doing my Bible reading and, and did back-to-back uh, Nehemiah and Ezra, and very related, same story, different aspects. One was a king, and one was a priest figure, and um, it mentioned about the favor that they received from the king of Persia to go back and restore Jerusalem, both the temple and the city walls and how that restoration played in and really God's plan and purposes in that, but it talks specifically about God's favor on it. And I've always heard, you know, the favor of God and, you know, sometimes people limit it to something like, hey, I got a great parking spot at the mall, you know, God's favor. Well, yeah, there's probably some aspect to it that I've actually experienced that, but I don't really think that that's you know, the broader picture or it's not that um, discreet. It's much more of how you're experiencing him in his life. Uh, Robbie, we're talking about it. Just, you know, that favor is available to all of us, and we're all going to experience it in different ways. But really the ones that receive it are the ones that are looking for it and looking for God in that. So that's, uh, that's the topic. Okay, and so when we left uh, the regular show that we were regular radio show, and now into the after hours mm-hmm. podcast, we were talking about um, when in our lives we felt God's favor, or right. how mm-hmm. have we felt His favor? Yep. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and play a clip, because I want to talk a little bit about this clip, and this is from mm-hmm. a movie called The Martian Child, and and in this movie, what happens is you have John Cusack's character. He plays a, like a foster father, for lack of a better term. He's in the process mm-hmm. of adopting a boy who was just abandoned by his parents. And the boy has come to believe this story that he's uh, from outer space and if he can complete his mission, which involves taking a lot of different pictures, then his parents will return from outer space Mm -hmm. and be there in his life. Right, and so when we pick up this clip, um, John Cusack's character's in working and the little boy, Dennis, comes in, takes a picture and something gets knocked off and gets broken. And so listen to the interchange as they talk there and then we'll come back and talk about it. Dennis. Was I bad? No, you weren't bad, and you gotta stop saying that, all right? I don't want you to cut your feet. And Daddy's. I'm in here working. We gotta put this camera away for a little while, okay? But I haven't finished my mission. Well, you have for today. Calm down. I have to go to work, or you can go to your room. You're gonna send me away, aren't you? Dennis, why would I send you away? 
mad at me because I broke your stuff. Des, I don't care about any of that stuff. That's just stuff. There's nothing you can do that would ever change the way I feel. Do you understand? I'm not going to ever send you away. Look, this is just stuff. Come on, break it like you mean it. Let it go, buddy. Here's two. All right, just one. Yeah, they, they, breaking continues for quite a while if you yeah. actually watch the video. I never got that kind of favor with my father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the reason I, I like that clip when we had this this topic was I think there's times that things get in the way of us feeling God's favor. Mm-hmm. Right. One of them is a belief that if that I have to earn it. You know, I got to be mm-hmm. good enough to get His favor. And so, yeah. on the opposite, if I do something that I perceive as wrong which Dennis did mm-hmm. here, there was nothing wrong. He perceived it as wrong, right? Yep. Right. That all of a sudden now I lose God's favor, favor and all my fears come back in. Yeah. Like I'm going to be abandoned and Absolutely. all the things you hear yep. mm-hmm. in that clip. The other thing that I think sometimes gets in the way of us feeling God's favor is our brokenness. Mm. You know, and we're not taking it to him, That's you know, right. and, and we're holding it up kind of as a defense shield or a barrier. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't allow us to really feel his favor coming at us. It, it, it Yep. It, it he doesn't push through that violently. That's not who he is, right? Yep. So he's gonna try to show you his love, and that's what I loved about that clip is the dad ends up taking him in the kitchen, and they just start breaking all the dishes. Like he's like, this is just stuff, and squirting ketchup and mustard and dish detergent and everything else on them yeah. too. I mean, it was a bedlam. You know, it was like a Greek wedding or whatever. But they were having a blast. They were having a great time, and it was letting him know, look. You're more important than stuff. You're more important than all these other things mm. that you believe, and I'm not going to abandon you, mm. right? And the very cool thing that the Father's doing there, and that's what the Father's doing in our lives. We just don't always have the ability to see that, right? Because our mm. beliefs get in the way, our brokenness gets in the way, our doubts get in the way, the things the world tells us yeah. gets in the way, right? You know, so maybe we'd be more apt to feel His favor if we just work with him on getting rid of some of those things. Yeah, that's true, and I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that. I mean, it's there were seasons in my life where I sensed it, and then other seasons I didn't. And we were talking about this earlier. We, we, br- we bring conditions to it. God doesn't bring conditions to it, but we bring conditions to it. Oh, you're, and there's a certain aspect. God's not going to bless a mess, but He's also not totally reactionary to every little thing we mess up when He abandons us and pulls His favor. It's just, he just doesn't work that way. He's good all the time, but I think a lot of it. There was so much of that where I sensed His favor at times, and a lot of it was probably not necessarily. You know, it could have been where I thought I was doing something good and thought I'd earned it. Well, that's a wrong, wrong idea. But I guess the thing is, is the more I go along in this life and the closer I get to him, the realize I realize most is I don't have to do anything to receive that favor. And and this mindset that makes me feel like I have to is what used to get me so jacked up in the first place. Yeah, I am going to disagree with you on one thing. I think the one thing you do have to do is seek him. Yeah, of course. Right? I mean, I think that's the only thing Absolutely. you got to do is make yourself available. That, yeah, that's right. And seek him because that's what Robbie was talking about with his study, that all the, the favored. Yeah. Right? Was ones that were seeking the Father. Yeah, not. I don't mean to say that that you sit back and passively just receive it. 
but I think it's the active mindset right. where you think that it's all conditional. Agreed. And and I think whenever you really get into that point to where I'm going to seek him and I'm going to and I'm then I'm going to just leave the results yeah. up to him and be the benefactor. That's when it that's when it gets good to me. Yeah, and you look at Moses's life, right? You know, from what you read in Scripture, he he. Um, you know, makes a bad decision, you know, in his world and and kills a guy and then has to flee, you know. And then there's that season where he's gone for 40 or so-ish years. And uh, uh, <laughs> he's gone for 40 years. It, but during that time, it's not like God's not working on him. You know, because honestly, Moses is a little bit of a mess, yeah. right? But until he can work through those things with God and find God as father out in the wilderness, you know, playing pickleball with the goats or whatever he's doing out there. He, you know, he, he's out there, you know, and God's fixing him to where he's in a place where he can receive the favor. He has to go through all the stuff with Aaron and Aaron, you know, him not being able to talk and the disbeliefs he has about himself. Yeah. You know, and God goes right at that stuff, right? So he can put him in a place where he can feel the favor of him when he truly really needs it. Yeah, and where does the feeling come from originally? It's coming from God. God put that in you. And so even when we're seeking and we're desiring, it's still coming from God. He's the one that puts it there in you that says, hey, I'm the one that you need to be going after and puts that desire and quest for you. Because, again, we're the adopted sons. We're the ones that were grafted in. You know, we we came along later. We weren't we're not Jewish. Any of us in this room, we weren't the original part of the family. Right. Robbie's close. Well, he's trying hard, <laughs> you know, but that's, but that's, but that's what's, you know, the beautiful part about the whole picture. And that's what I love about your clip there too. It's, you know, it's a picture of the son. No, you're, you're grafted in your mind now, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where we have to walk in that and believe that. And that's, that's our part of the trust and mm-hmm. the, you know, being able to sit there and say, you know, like you're talking about, you know, stories of, you know, where have you found favor? And it's just, I'm like where you're at, Andy. It's like just when you walk every day and you become more and more content and that Christian maturity that you have, it's like you learn and learn more about him. You get more and more comfortable in that skin. And it's just every day I feel like, oh, I'm more in favor than I was yesterday, more than last year, more than a few years ago. It's just, you just... It just grows in you because you're abiding more and more in him. And that's just a, a feeling that you, no one can describe except for that they know where they're at with God and their personal relationship. Mm-hmm. Robbie? Uh, I knew my, you know, growing up, my father loved a trout fish, right? And, the, and so, I don't know, it was really one of the coolest things to do was to go, my dad would say, you want to go trout fishing? And oh man, that was an adventure that I think a father and son it was absolutely beautiful and it put something into my life that to me was high favor that like I could sense it from my father but then later in life God really used that favor to give me favor I can't even really begin to put any price on that see I would easily somebody called me up and said let's go trout fish and they'd say we got to meet tomorrow at 4:30 I'm going to be up and I'm going to be ready to go fishing. You could just count on it because of the anticipation of, of the fun that I was going to have. And I can remember God asking me one time, like, Robbie, do you think you could get up that early to come fishing with me? 
<laughs> and me thinking, well, you know, that's a lot different, God. <laughs> You'll still be there at six o'clock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, you know, I took him up on it. And then what adventures he has taken me on, like, it's, there's no doubt in my mind that that's, you know, my favorite time that, that he showed me stuff and, you know, clearly just this week. I mean, he knows how much, you know, I've just become like, I don't know how to put it other than just totally full and well fed and all that stuff. And just so excited on the ways that he has illuminated himself to me. And so this last week he was like, Robbie, we're going to start on the 119th Psalm. And, and and I was just lost in the weeds horribly trying to understand how these words were just going, coming again and again and again and again. It seemed like the same words. This just isn't making any sense to me. Obviously, the Hebrew wasn't enough for me. I needed something more. And so the question just was pinned on me. So I said, God, you just got to help me out. Well, he sends me to Chabad.org. There's no doubt that I found this. And I find a two-hour teaching on all these different words and what specifically the Hebrew culture has talked about those words over the years. I know that may lose some of you, but what I'm trying to get at here is it poured into me like my wife tried to come in in the middle of me watching this video and she really got her feelings hurt. Like, honey, I'm sorry, but this, you know, it would be like you walking in when I have a 20 pound you know, trout on the line. Like, you know, we're not being interrupted right now because I am gone fishing with God. And, and he's showing me the coolest things of ways that dots connect in the Bible and things and concepts that, that just like, oh man, do I feel favored. And, and I have to be honest when I say, where do you feel the most favored? Oh, I, I definitely feel favor when he is showing me his word to be actually, which I know Jesus is a word, and word is Jesus, and so you're actually getting to completely commune with Jesus in, in the study of his word. Yeah, I was just thinking about what I told before in the pre-show about a story um, when it comes to God's favor, and I don't know, I was sitting here thinking about our, our we have one of those digital antennas that hangs up in a in the window at the house, and God's favor is always there. The digital signal is always there. It's my receiver that has issues sometimes. And, and I don't know what sense that makes, but um, it made sense to me at the moment. So, But, you know, back when I felt like I was supposed to be ordained, back in 2010, you know, I, I went through this journey with the church I was in and, and their structure and that kind of thing. And it was really rough on my heart because I was trying to earn something, I think, and, and, you know, then I get this piece of paper that says, oh, you've been divorced, you're damaged goods. Well, I'm like, I've been damaged twice then, so, you know, this is really bad. And so I just... Extremely damaged. Extremely yeah. damaged, you know. My receiver... Oh, that's the D2. The D2, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, what happened was God showed me favor with the, the pastor of the church that was there and... The you know through a niece of mine who you know I dearly love she's fourteen now but in that moment there was 
I'm looking at, I had already looked through this paperwork, and there were levels of ordination. I can't say that word. <laughs> and what I realized was I had already done, God had allowed me to do things that man was saying, oh, you can't do till you do this. And his favor was, and basically what he said was, you let me choose where you can go and mm -hmm. what you can do. And obviously one thing led to another, and, and I'm like, Robbie, the adventures I have been on, the adventures I'm on now are incredible. I mean, and when I look back and I go, man, I wish I'd have recognized his favor a little more then. But what was it that I might not have learned in the journey? You know, I mean, we, we've done some incredible things, and we were just talking the, the, the real estate market's nuts right now. A buddy of mine is trying to buy a house at the beach, and – we sold our house in Asheboro and moved to King at just the right moment. Mm. In the middle of COVID-19, we got a house ready to go and sold it, and it sold, and we bought just at the right – it's favor. It's God's mm. favor, that, and favor isn't fair. I, I don't know why it happened the way mm. it did, but I'm glad it did because I wouldn't want to deal with some of the stuff you would have to deal now. Yeah, I think – one thing to maybe consider is that people get greater portions of God's favor, like in Scripture, mm -hmm. right? But it doesn't mean that we're all been absent of his favor. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, one of the things I was thinking about as you guys were talking was I don't think I've ever asked God the question, God, remind me of when you've shown me your favor. Huh. And just let him answer. You know, yeah. when I was sitting here and I was listening to you guys, but that's yeah. a question I was kind of prompting. And he's bringing back memories of me being with my kids and the times that we laugh about stuff that's just things that we like to laugh about, mm. quoting stupid movies or, you know, throwing things out there. And it's one of my favorite times. You know, I got my daughter's wedding coming up. And one thing I'm really looking forward to is uh, three of my kids are going to be able to be there, you know, and being able to have at least some portion of that time where we can just get together and laugh about stuff. Because that's one of my things, you know, laughter's a, a great love language. You know, for us, and, and and that's something that tends to happen when when the kids all get together. And so I'm looking forward to that as as well as the wedding, obviously. But that's one of the things in addition to the wedding I'm looking forward to. Have you got plenty of regular milk? I do have regular <laughs> milk. Plain milk's fine. I do have that. Yeah, that's one of the quotes we use a lot. Whenever somebody doesn't get their way, it's from the Santa Claus, right? And so he, they're at Denny's. And he wants chocolate milk, and he wants this, and everything's out. And she's like, we don't have any chocolate milk. And he's like, plain milk's fine. <laughs> and so that's, that is a quote. Thank you, Robbie. I we, knew that the plain milk's fine is one of his. You know. yeah, we'll probably use that quote a, a bunch of times that week. But yeah, no, I, And that's times when I'm with my kids that I, I really feel favor because he blessed me with them. Right. And blessed you with the, the memories that go with the plain milk is fine. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and 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 being able to share life, right? Yeah, it's it's an amazing thing. That's really family is just like wow, you know, for, for those of us. But unfortunately, there's some people that don't appreciate their families, and and they don't necessarily appreciate the favor of their parents. Like, how many movie clips could we use where where you see the father reaching out like crazy to a son? You know that doesn't get it but fortunately the prodigal you know himself turned around and he got it when he came back mm -hmm. but it was always there 
Yeah, you can also see a lot of clips where, in their own way, sons and daughters are reaching out to their parents, and the parents have no clue. Right? I mean, that that is, you know, a lot of the movie clips you see is, unfortunately, the, the dynamics of that thing in relationship. Well, in the, the story of the prodigal son, the older son, the firstborn, what was his complaint mm-hmm. was, you're not throwing a party for me. I've been here. I've done my duty. And the father tells him, all I have is yours. The signal was there, son. You just mm-hmm. need to turn the receiver on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good, good point. Yeah, we were trying to – we are uh, talking earlier about – that whole uh, firstborn, and that's where the blessing true uh, typically comes. But that's not the case. Whenever you look through the Bible, there are quite a few examples, and nobody pointed that one out. That's a good point out. So, anyone else got any stories of God's favor when you feel it, Harold? What about you? You've had a little bit more time to experience it, <laughs> and I've had a lot more experiences of it. I would, yeah. I would dare say, but. Uh, my sweetheart and I had a somewhat similar experience to what you described in the in the housing market. When uh, when I determined that we needed to leave Columbus, Mississippi, and I found a job in Moxville, North Carolina, our home there sold about the first week that it was on the market. The market there was on the upswing. We came to North Carolina, and Moxville, the market was in a downturn. We ended up buying a house that had been, this was in December. The house had been finished in, I think, maybe February, been sitting there empty. So we sold our home in Columbus with a profit that we put into a savings and loan. We moved up here and took that money out and paid down on the new house. That was in early December. In either January or February, that SNL went belly up not FDIC insured. People couldn't get a nickel for at least a couple of years, and then I think it was like 20 or 25 cents on the dollar that they recovered. We sold high, bought low, and didn't lose a nickel. So uh, that's just one instance of when I see God's favor. He let me bounce off the asphalt when I had my motorcycle wreck. Just got a few skint places and nothing else. I could go on and on for a lot longer than you'd care to listen. But, you know, the fact that I've been married for 57 years to to my sweetheart, that's God's favor because I was planning to be a Navy pilot. And I'd have made it. I might not have survived Vietnam. So on and on and on I could go. I I just, I still go by my statement of before. If you're looking for God, you're going to see him in everything. Every bush, every sky, every bird, every bee, he's there. But if you don't know God, it just happened, which is ridiculous. You know, in the uh, podcast at Wild and Heart Dead, Sherry Snyder was talking about that we have a tendency when crap flies, nope, for lack of a better word, <laughs> in your life to to stop being relational and stop looking to the father when all of a sudden, you know, they pull the rug out from underneath you. And and then she made the point of Stephen, like somebody had his rug pulled out, right? He's getting stoned to death, right? 
but when you think about it, when you think of the light that was shining on on Stephen's face, just picture that in your mind. You couldn't have as much thrown at you as those rocks that were being thrown at Stephen. Yet, he stayed relational. And in that moment, he was looking, right, for the favor of God. And because he was, he had this, this look of an angel because that the very glory of God, like, you know, the, the, the ironic blessing, right, that may the, the, may the Lord's face shine upon you. Well, he was looking up to see that face. The face was shining on him as he was literally being stoned to death. And she said, wouldn't it be wonderful if we could live our lives realizing that no matter how many stones were flying our way, that while we could look up and it would still be shining down on you. Oh, aren't you so cute? <laughs> well, then you made the point, you know, in the pre-show we were talking about this was, you know, Paul was probably there to witness that, right? And how that had to have a definite impact on his life and at least, you know, throw a little bit more things in there to, to work him towards, you know, when God redeems him on the road to Damascus, right? That there's something there. He's seen it firsthand. And so, you know, I think that when you see the favor and you don't get jealous, yeah. <laughs> right? you know, there's something in it that makes you say, I'd love to have a little bit of that yeah, too, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's the jealousy part that gets in the way so much of the time. And that's what we see yeah. scripturally, Cain and Abel and those types of things where Joseph yeah. and his brothers, you yeah. know, jealousy plays an ugly part. It, it does, but Robbie pointed that out a few weeks ago. It's in that, I think it might have been in that iniquity discussion that, there, that there, jealousy also can be a good thing or a an envy. Let's say envy, and you see that blessing of God, and it says, well, okay. It was the same way with me when I saw you guys, and I was like, oh, okay, this boot camp stuff must work. These guys have testimonies, and these men are walking free. Well, there was something in me that said, well, I want a little bit of that, you know? And, and the more you progress, you're like, okay, what they're saying is really true because it's happening to me. You know, and I, you know, you thought you walked in the word all this life, but then you hear a testimony about some uh, um, the favor of God in a different aspect, and it does make you desire those things. Now, not everybody sees that and desires the same thing. Some people say, "Well, that's too hard," or "I don't want to be." I'd rather hide, or "I'd whatever." But you have that opportunity. God says, "Choose this day who you'll serve, or who you'll cho- who you'll seek after." You know. Yeah, I think it's that magical pivotal point, though, that you know I can I can appreciate what someone else has, yep, right. But when I think they shouldn't have it because I should have it, yeah, right, right, right. Yep. And then I'm turning that focus away from the Father and yep. turning it more towards the world, right. And I'm starting to to look at what Satan wants me to think in that situation, yeah. and and then bad things really just kind of roll from there. Yeah, sure. You know, so this week, one thing I'd like for you to go do, and I'd like for our team to do that, is say, God. Show me where you've show, shown your favor to me in the past, and where are you trying to show the favor to me now yep. in my current situation, whatever that situation may be, and let him speak into your heart. Let him love you. Let him show you what he's trying to do, and, and maybe he's got to get some stuff out of the way, but let him work on that, but take those questions to him, and go register for boot camp, maskonjourney.org. This is the Truth Network.